How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Monday show, to the Monday episode of the uh, Goof on Radio show, I should say. It has been a long time since I've been back here. <laughs> I was supposed to release two episodes. Um, where was it? Last week, Wednesday and Friday. Guess what? We didn't have good signal <laughs> where we were. I was gone doing some work, you know. Um, the, the army activities have kind of been uh, been more prominent, you know. They've been popping up left and right, and I'm like, oh my goodness. This is as busy as I've been with the Army ever since I've been in. I've not been this busy ever. Like, every year, it's usually normally the same. This year, for some reason, it's just extra busy. Uh, So, and it's weird that this is, like, the year before I finally can, like, ease and start easing into my retirement. Um, You know, so it's, it'll be, it'll be better, you know, I'll get through it, I definitely have been a little bit more stressed these, uh, these past couple weeks, I've noticed it, you know, the body, my body has been like, (laughs) what's going on, bud, something's changing here, this is a little bit more than I expected, so, because there's just a lot of responsibility, um, and, and I'm, trying to maintain my peace um and i've it's 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 definitely been affecting me and i've got to make sure i relax at some point and and rest and i don't seem to get much of that these days life has just been getting getting busier and busier and i'm not not a fan but i'll get through i'll survive you know today is not the end of the world hopefully (laughs) um uh but i will you know, I'll maintain my, my focus and I will make sure I take some rest. That's one, that's a wonderful thing about my, my day job is I have, uh, is I have the ability to use vacation time. Vacation time is wonderful. Personal time is a wonderful thing. And I will absolutely use that at some point to give myself a three day weekend um, cause I don't use my vacation time otherwise. So I will a hundred percent put in for some vacation time in the next coming in the next, like a month, I should say, just so I can have like a day off or so. Cause I just, I really need some time to just do nothing and to relax and rest. I mean, time away from my computer, you know, my consoles and such, just time to relax, maybe read a little bit. Um, I definitely need to start taking my walks again. Like I used to go hiking a lot more on some nature trails that are around my, that are by my house. And I'm like, ah, I miss, I miss that because just hearing and feeling the silence of, of, of nature. Well, I guess not silence, but just the natural noises of nature, the natural ambience of nature is wonderful because we're around so many simulated environments and, and, we're around so much technology all the time. Like this is what our world revolves around these days. Like without it, if you know, the internet disappeared for just a day, the world would half the world would probably collapse. Not literally, but a lot of people's jobs would be kind of pointless and doomed without it. So what I'm, um, so what I, I think is what is necessary for a lot of people is that we, you know, take a break every now and then remove ourselves from that, um, and take care of, take care of ourselves. Oh man. 
Like I've I've got some. I'm sure what I've got is some like slightly high blood pressure recently, and I need to you know kind of take care of myself and again take some time away, and that can be caused by stress and whatnot. And I'm sure that's what it is because uh, I've not had to deal with really haven't had too many stressors in the past like few years. I've been I've been all right. You know, ever since I had my first few jobs, I was like, oh, man, this is really killing me. But the gym has always been there to kind of help because the gym is my go to stress reliever. You know, the gym is something that's always available 24 hours a day. I can go there wherever, whenever I feel like it, because that's what I pay for. Pay for that, you know, that premium access so I can go there at night um, and take care of my business. And I think I just need to start getting up early again in the morning and going for a bike ride or going for a walk. I miss that stuff. There's a very nostalgic feel, but there's also just a very peaceful uh, air to that kind of, to those kind of activities. Because getting up early in the morning, because I know working out late at night and then getting up early in the morning, go do more activity. I just, I really like um, having that time because that's time to just think think about life you know and just really relax myself because sometimes we put more pressure on ourselves than we need to i see that being a common theme these days because everybody just wants to be busy but i don't know why I don't know why. Maybe that's just the influence social media has on us to always be busy, always be working on projects and stuff like this. But I'm like, that takes a toll on you. That takes a, a, a toll on you. It, it, it really does. You know, because uh, as a guy who's who I didn't I can't say I worked three jobs at once, um, thankfully. But I essentially work two jobs and I'm trying to get back into doing, you know, personal training again. So that's a third one. I've got to take some some uh, business management courses for that and development courses for that to, as part of my uh, certification renewal, which I'm still working on, which is literally the only reason why I'm not offering my services right now, uh, because I, I need to go through that renewal course and renew my certification so I can get back to doing that. I don't mind doing this job because it's current day job because it's fine. It's relaxing. There's not much pressure on me. All the time, at least. It's kind of rare. But I definitely will keep doing um, what I need to do. Taking my time. And being faithful to what I got going on right now. As to not burn any bridges going forward. But hopefully everybody's doing good out there. I really do. I've, I've had a rough, rough week. Last week, but I think today, you know, this week is going to be fine. I've got two full weeks that I'm not doing anything military related. And I'm like, oh, so this is what it feels like to have a normal life again. <laughs> not that like, and not, not that it really just, you know, affects me that much. You know, it's, it's again, it's a part-time kind of thing. So I'm not like dying. So I just got to get back into my routine um, and continue to do what I, what I normally do, you know, but I do think it is very important that we take time away. And I think everybody should be taking time away from their jobs, like take a couple days, 
I know not all jobs, you know, offer that time off, which is stupid, I think. Like, because I used to work for two different security companies, and neither of them really offered any vacation time or any real time off, you know. Because it never really, you never really, you know, um, accrued any time off or PTO or anything. Like, if you took time off, it was money out of your pocket. It's not, you don't get paid for that time, it's just like, you take a day off, that's out of your pocket. It's just less money you'll have for that week. And I, I, companies like that kill me, man. They kill me. Luckily, you know, I was young, younger, obviously younger back then. I didn't really care. Um, I just, I just wanted money in my pocket and I needed to work. And having that spirit of work, having that energy to do so was fine. I mean, I'm still young, thankfully. <laughs> for now I am. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, you know really glad that I am still young. But, like, I just... I'm glad I have the job that I do now. Because the company offers some great benefits in terms of time off. Because that's what I need. Time off more than anything. You know, the insurance and such and the healthcare is nice. But time off to me is very important. Because everybody needs a break from their job. Because I can't expect somebody to work for a company 20... You know, 365... You know, however many, 40 hours a week, five to seven days a week. Like, I can't expect somebody to do that consistently throughout the entire year and never, ever take a break. Ever. Oh, 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 no. Holy crap. Sorry. So, I literally just saw this driver get out of his truck and a truck started rolling and the, uh, yeah, the truck started rolling forward and I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> oh, man. Don't ever, don't forget to put your parking brakes on people or you're just your brakes in general, because uh, <laughs> that's a dangerous thing. That is a dangerous thing. Mm. It's a very, it's I like that. That can be, that could have, that can turn to be a very rough circumstance. Um, if that were to happen and it go unchecked. But I guess it's time for me to find some more activities to help me de-stress. Like I have music and, and I have in you know, the gym and my walks and I don't know. I have this, like this is also a source of um, relaxation in a, in a sense. Like it's not always, I, I, I've gone on some very angry rants here. Um, and I think those, those episodes are surprisingly my best episodes because I get very prolific when I'm, when I'm really upset about something in particular, like, I, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what happens, but I get very, like very, very prolific when I'm really upset about something like the rage comes out and that's where the intelligence comes from. I, I don't know why it's just like that. When I'm very relaxed and chill, I just, I don't know what to say sometimes. I'm just like, uh, uh, what, who, what, where, why, what am I doing here? You know, just when I'm, when I'm upset and my brain's not actively engaged and focused on something in particular, I get like upset. I'm like, what, the, what, what's going on here? <laughs> what? You know, when I'm not actively engaged or upset at something, I'm just like, my brain's like, what am I doing? What, what am I doing here? What's going on? So. 
but I don't look to be upset about things. I enjoy the casual nature that the podcast, uh, The, you know, that the podcast has kind of run into. I enjoy it. I don't enjoy being tense all the time. Like, though I could maintain that, but it would honestly add more stress to my life. And I don't want to become, I don't want to be like Alex Jones. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to turn into that guy who's just like always upset about something, always, you know, just cussing everybody out all the time, just call them all stupid and this, that, the other thing. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and be perceived as that just crazy maniac, you know, who somehow got a podcast, uh, or as a show. And I don't, uh, I don't want to play that game. That's a dangerous game to play. Dangerous territory to be in. So I'm going to relax and try to stay relaxed as much as I possibly can for as long as I can. Yeah, but we'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it and work on finding, uh, and I guess I really don't need to find more interesting things to talk about because people seem to like what I do here already, you know, again, the formula will change if it needs to change, but honestly, I don't see it needing to change or needing to be changed simply because I enjoy this. Again, I, I really do enjoy this, and I'm not trying to ruin it for myself, making it too businessy, because they say that, oh, do something you love, and you'll never work, you know, find something you love, and, and you never work a day in your life. That's a lie, because personal training is something I do love. Exercise and fitness is something I do love, but doing that as a job is rough, and it can get stressful. Managing a lot of clients is, is, is rough. You know, doing this podcast for money and trying to be super interesting and entertaining on the show is it's it's rough sometimes it can get rough and it can get overloaded because then you have to you know keep the schedule you have to maintain a certain amount of sponsorships and and this that and the other thing um and that is in itself that can become stressful at so after some point but when there's no stress like when there's no real pressure for me to keep this schedule and i can upload whenever i feel like it because that's what i do anyway um then it's not so bad, right? Same thing, personal training, it's more, you know, I enjoy my time not really thinking about fitness in a way necessarily to help someone else. Sometimes, you know, I, I educate myself just to help myself. Because, you know, if I'm not right, then how can I, then how can clients trust me to deliver, you know, a good service to them if I'm not taking care of myself? Because I wouldn't trust, I wouldn't trust anybody who doesn't take care of themselves, who clearly doesn't take care of themselves. You know. So that's my, that's my thing, and it becomes less fun. Because though I like being a personal trainer, like I, I do like it. Sometimes it just becomes too much, and I'm glad I have this long break, um, which is probably why I'm taking my time from, um, re- like recertifying. Because I, I have to do, I have to get 20 credits. I have to. And it's just that, that make that necessity is, for me, it's a killer. When I don't have, when I'm not pressured to do something, I'll do it. I'm, I'm 
way more likely to do it faster than if I'm like pressured to do something. You know, I'm like, if people aren't constantly bugging me and asking me about it, or it's not really affecting my daily life as in like, oh, it needs to happen now. I'm less likely to do it. Like, I'm less likely to do it if it's like a, you know, something I'm pressured to do. If, I, if it's something I can casually do on my own time, I'll do it faster. I'll probably do it more often because I'm like, well, this seems not important or this seems, you know, less troublesome for me to do. So I'll go ahead and knock this out real quick. That's just how my brain's wired, man. It's just like with conversation sometimes, like people, like the way I am with conversation, people don't realize this is that if I'm not asked questions, I really won't speak all that much. If I'm not prompted, I'm not going to really talk that much. If somebody just tells me to talk, I, I don't know what the freaking say. My brain's like, uh, 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 I guess that's technically not related, but in a sense, it is kind of similar. When I'm pressured to do it, it's like, it's rough. It is rough. And I, then I stutter and I, you know, stumble all over my words and whatnot. And I'm like, uh, I can't really get, you know, a full sentence out without sounding like an idiot. What people don't realize is that my brain thinks a lot faster than, than, than um, and I can speak. And sometimes I come up with an intelligent response and I can't get that out because my brain's just tossed like my brain's got the response written out in my head perfectly and my, my when I try to speak it's just like, <laughs> it's like what the what, what? Um, they're like what what'd you say and my mouth tries to simplify it um because I guess I guess for too long I've like suppressed that side of myself I don't speak often in terms of just to sound intelligent I just speak you know it's communication and with the military you know it's kind of get straight to the point you know, I'm not here to hear a 20 minute speech about what the heck I'm trying to do. Like you make a plan, you, you give, you know, you give your instructions and whatnot and you move on about your day. It's nothing, it's supposed to be nothing really too complicated, easy to understand. And that, that kind of took it, honestly took over most of my life, um, and kind of changed my form of communication with people. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, now I just kind of get straight to the point and I don't give you the answer that would honestly leave your freaking jaw on the floor. Um, simply because my brain doesn't, it's just not wired that way. And maybe, you know, in times that I'm here and I get to have those kind of conversations, quote unquote, with you guys, um, while I'm doing the show, it's a little bit different, but if you, if anybody, I mean, nobody here has ever read a paper that I've written, I write like nobody's bit, like it's nobody's business. I, I can write a good paper. English was like my best subject in school, besides PE, obviously, because I don't know, physical education. I like being active, but also writing is pretty, is a pretty nice thing I do. I haven't trained that skill in a while, so it may be a little bit rusty these days, but, um, it does help just having conversations with the lady and whatnot. She, cause we text back and forth like often throughout the day. So having conversations with her is, uh, it's, it's kind of cathartic in a sense, because it does help me keep practice, um, with my writing skills to make sure that I don't dumb things down too much. Cause I don't want all my sentences to become very simplistic. There's nothing wrong with that. Cause it's straightforward communication, which I appreciate, but I would also rather keep that intelligent side of myself. Um, 
because I, I don't know. I've, I've suppressed my intelligence for a while as it is because I do suffer some from, from some sort of like performance anxiety, which I don't know when I developed it. I guess I've always kind of had it because, you know, growing up, I always did, you know, from third grade, I've been doing plays and such in front of schools. Um, and then high school changed to like short films and music videos and more plays and monologues and stuff in front of classes and, and schools. It's like, it, I was doing that stuff. So I don't know where this performance anxiety came from. I've done sports and I've performed in front of people before again. So I don't know. Maybe it's like, maybe it's just always been there and I've just hyped myself up too much and I've been focused on getting the task done to really care about the anxiety. But as I get older, like I'm more consciously aware of my situation and my brain goes off overthinking a lot of things. And I think that's where the, um, when the performance anxiety kind of started kicking in a little bit more for me. Cause nowadays, since I'm not forced to be in front of an, an audience, like ever <laughs> at work, like not, not like at work, I know not everybody's looking at me and everybody's like watching me clean. So I'm like, <laughs> it's not bothering me and it wouldn't, and it honestly wouldn't cause I'm not saying anything. I'm just performing actions. Um, just physically doing things and not verbally saying anything. So I guess there's no pressure there either. Uh, so I rarely encounter that kind of pressure because I don't, I don't talk in front of people at uh, crowds of people. If somebody talks to me individually, that's a, that's still, I still get kind of nervous doing that, but not as much as I would, you know, versus like talking in front of 20 people or 30 people. It's not that bad. And the podcast is definitely not that bad because I'm just here behind, but you know, behind a microphone, I could really not care any less than I already do about what people think when I, you know, about what I'm saying when I do this show, because I can't see any of your reactions as they happen, nor do I care all that much. Um, cause I'm going to do this show regardless of what you think or say, like it's the internet, like whatever you have to say, I'm pretty sure I've heard worse. I've been on some strange and rough parts of the internet. Um, and what are you looking at, dude? Don't look at me like that. I cut you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> people driving past always gets me. I'm always kind of wary of people driving around in parking lots that they don't seem to belong in. Cause you know, things be happening these days. Things, 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 things happen these days. Um, and I'd rather not get caught up in somebody's shenanigans cause they want to you know, do something, which is, uh, why, you know, some people have started carrying, uh, concealed, you know, concealed carry because some people really didn't care about it as much before, but people, people nowadays, I think probably, you know, knives, mace, a gun, whatever it is here in the States, obviously, um, we just kind of stay strapped with something, a pen. Like, what's funny is that uh, as as a kid, I I don't know what brought it up, but one I think I don't know one time it was like sixth, it was junior high, sometime in junior high. Um, I was talking about you know having something on you for self defense, and I was like, oh, but like oh, like yeah, I could just you know keep a pen on me. Cause you can, you know, cause a pen could be a weapon and the kids, I guess, whoever I was talking to, like the, the couple of, you know, people I used, I was talking to at the time, they kind of laughed and I was like, but I'm like, as an adult now, I'm like, no, that's legit. 
like a, you can, you can absolutely stab somebody with a pen and make, and, and really like, it's, it can be a weapon. It can be, it's a legit weapon. Like it's a freaking pen. I'm like, it, it's not like the sharpest thing in the world, but it's not the dullest thing in the world. And I can absolutely pierce somebody's skin with enough, you know, when you have adrenaline going in your system and you're trying to fight somebody off, a pen will do the job. Pencil will do the job too. Shoot, that's wood. And that can be sharp if you break it in half. So, yeah, I don't know why people would laugh at that kind of thing. But they're kids. Like, right, kids don't really understand and know um, enough about that stuff to really make a accurate judgment. Um, so I can like, and at the time I was like, at the time I was still thinking the same thing. I'm like, why are you laughing? I'm like, it's legit. And now as an adult, I'm like, that's still legit. Like they even have, I'm not even talking about like a tactical pen. Cause I know they have pens specifically for self-defense. Um, cause my mom used to have one and now I'm just like a regular ballpoint pen. Cause pretty freaking dangerous. If you stab somebody with it, cause it's going to hurt. Like, it's not like, it's like you, it's not like you can get stabbed with a ballpoint pen and be like, ha ha ha. It tickled. No, if somebody does it with the right amount of force, even with a medium amount of force, like it's going to hurt. You're going to be like, ow, you're definitely going to audibly, you know, say something. Cause, uh, that don't, that doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel good at all. But that's, I think that's all I got for you guys today. Uh, Kind of needed to just talk for a bit. I feel better. I really do. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe at some point I will kind of hone in on, like, maybe some public speaking. I've already taken courses for that stuff. Um, And, like, that's the thing. I've gotten compliments on my speaking skills, like I've done speeches and we've had to do speeches and, you know, presentations in, um, in an English class before, mainly in high school is when I get the compliments. Uh, I think even, oh, sorry, this is the, I got to note this. This is a, this is a very like semi-significant memory. Um, in seventh grade, we had a class called composition. I don't, I, uh, it's composition class, uh, seventh grade. And, uh, the class, the subject, we had to write like a kind of a, a paper in defense or, uh, against letting kids play games with, uh, you know, guns and that kind of, that level of violence in them. And at the time, my side was to, um, my argument was, you know, against letting you know, children of like seventh grade age play those kind of games or younger, uh, play those games. And let me tell you at that time in my life, I still, man, I still had it. I I, I definitely, I still had it. I definitely had it then because the whole class, except for me, I mean that like literally everybody else, I was the only person to argue against. Um, and I'm kind of glad I did because it would make the, it made the class more interesting. Um, and when I gave my explanation 
or why I'm not going to go into that specifically because I guess that doesn't to me it doesn't really matter these days. I'm like, yeah, um, because there are a lot more factors that go into kids becoming violent and kids being more uh, susceptible to involving themselves in gun violence and things like that. A lot goes into that. There's a lot more than just video games that go into that kind of thing. Um, because I, you know, I was rarely ever allowed, because I played, you know, I played Call of Duty when I was young over friends' houses, like, stuff that my parents couldn't control, you know, when they never knew. So, uh, <laughs> hey, they tried their best. When I was at home, obviously, not a thing, but when I was at a friend's house, they didn't know. They had no idea. And I turned out fine. I'm not a violent person. I haven't shot anybody before. I don't plan to unless they try to attack me and it gets to that level. But that's like an absolute like last resort still in my mind. Um, that's what I've been trained to know uh, and trained to do. So like that level of that level of action is like absolute last. Uh, so but at the end of my, you know, at the end of my like debate at the end of my, you know, my point of view about I guess the class size was of like 23 about four of those people actually one person came over to my side completely and three more were because uh, when sorry let me give you some background so for this we were asked to stand on one side of the room if we were for it one side of the room if we were against it obviously I was standing by myself at the end of each person's you know at, after my argument one person came all the way over to my side and Three people went in the middle because I had, I had poked and, you know, poked their brains that much where they were like, well, maybe it is kind of wrong, you know? And I was confident in what I said because again, it was for the sake of writing. And at that time, that's what I believed. Man, when I tell you, when I believe in something, I'll make you believe it too. When I really want to, at least, um, I was a passionate kid, man. I think as most kids are. Their kids are very passionate about their things and they really don't care about what anybody else thinks. It's that it's that transition from from childhood to teenage, you know, from being a teenager to adulthood that kind of kills that passion sometimes for for some people because we become a, more aware about like inhibitions and things like that and what other people think. And that honestly is a huge hindrance in a lot of people's performance in certain areas where they used to be really good at. It's just that we became so aware of, you know, how other people think and we cared more than we should have that it just prevents us from doing things. And that's when, that's where anxiety starts having room to grow and build itself. Uh, and that's kind of the downfall I think that I took when it came to a lot of things. Because I find myself, because I find that, you know, find myself to not be as good um, at those things. So, uh, you know, maybe one day I'll be able to find some outlet to, you know, ignite that passion again and really enjoy myself when it comes to writing. Because though it's a lot of effort nowadays, because I just don't do it as often and I really don't have a reason to do it as often. Um... I, (sighs) 
I don't know, man. I kind of miss, I kind of miss being good at those kind of things. I really do. I mean, naturally, like, it's still there because it's more of a talent than a skill these days. But, I don't know. One day I'll probably get back into it somehow, some way. The same, I mean, public speaking is something else. Like, I'm, I'm not that bad at it. Like, my words can be, you know, sewn together quite efficiently. Um, it's just I don't have any reason to do any public speaking. Like, I'm not a motivational speaker or anything. Like, uh, I don't give presentations. Like, I'm not in business like that. Personal training is probably the only thing I ever talk about. Uh, and that's not even in front of an audience. Like, it's usually just one-on-one with a person and be like, you know, trying to convince them, like, this is why you need my services. This is why, you know, you should, you know, be training with me. So, we'll see. Maybe I'll find something one day. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. Remember that love is patient, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.